Welcome to Body by Design. I'm your host, Blue Driver, a women's strength training and metabolism coach. I went from years suffering hormone imbalances, looking soft and bloated, to symptom-free and building muscle for a toned athletic physique. Since then, I've made it my mission to empower women to take control of their own health, hormones and body composition. So grab a cup of coffee and let's build your body by design. In this week's episode of Body by Design, I invited my clients to join me for an open discussion around navigating the festive season when you have health and body composition goals. So enjoy this podcast as I chat freely with my clients. Hello and welcome to episode two of Body by Design. Today's episode is about managing the festive season while we're still reaching our health goals and potentially body composition goals. So it's always such a social time of the year where we've got a lot going on and particularly when we're in a health journey, going out can feel like a challenge sometimes when you've got goals that you want to meet. So I thought it would be good to put together a few tips and tricks on how you can manage the season. One of The first things I want to address, though, we kind of get to December and everyone's like, it's party season. And I do get that we've got a lot of social occasions that are coming out, but we need to understand that it's a holiday, not a holiday week, not a holiday month. It is a holiday that we have. So if we focus on the holidays, it's more like Christmas Day, possibly Boxing Day or Christmas Eve, depending on what's happening with you, maybe New Year's Eve. So we need to start reframing that rather than looking at it as as an all out for December and just making different choices that help us navigate a time in our life when we're trying to improve health, improve body composition and those sorts of things. So if you are in any of the position of body recomposition, being losing body fat and gaining muscle, Uh, You're usually in around maintenance calories when you're doing that. Uh, A fat loss phase, so you've got a leaner physique, or whether you're healing hormones and trying to increase your metabolism. They're usually things where maybe we need to start considering some sort of compromises in life. It took us, well, if you're in one of those phases, it's taken you time to get into a space where you need to change things and they're not going to change overnight for you. So things and choices need to change to make that happen. And rather than having the throw the baby out with the bathwater type attitude, you can still navigate the social season by being selective around what you choose and realistic on what the results will be. For example, the more events that you choose to eat off plan, you need to understand you're probably not going to achieve fat loss goals for the week or the month. And you need to you need to have some acceptance around that or things may slow because the other choice is, is stay to plan and miss out and don't have all the food and the drinks going around. But it would be nice because it does need to be more of a lifestyle that in the early stages of healing and changing our body composition, if there can be compromise, so you're not missing out on everything. So the harsh truth is 
our social events shouldn't be a priority over our health and body composition goals. And you do need to start prioritizing your yourself. So this Christmas, think about giving your your health and your priorities as a gift to yourself and making yourself a priority for once. So I think we can still navigate this this time of year and still have some enjoyment and not miss out on everything. So top tips for getting through the year. I would say that this is the time of year where for all other days outside of celebrations, you probably really do need to tighten up on your macros and your type of food choices, particularly if you've got a lot of hormone issues, your food choices, the types of food you're eating. You could meet your macros, but if you're still eating crappy foods, that's going to impact health-wise. If you have those body composition goals, it's time to really be bang on with your macros for everything else. So if you're going out for a dinner, have it a dinner, but keep your macros tight for the rest of the day and plan in advance for that. So keeping tight on macros and food choices for the month would be the first one. Then pick your top events that are happening and maybe pick, say, three. It may be, we know Christmas Day is obviously going to be one of those ones that we want to just be able to enjoy. And it may be Christmas Day and say Christmas Eve, a lot of us have to share our time amongst families and that can be done across a couple of days. So maybe choose Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then a social event might be, well, I want to prioritize my work social event. So now you have three days in that month that you still can socialize and still enjoy the great foods and possibly have the odd drink. So you're not missing out altogether, but stay tight in everything else. And all the other events that happen, though they're great to go to, they shouldn't be the ones that become priority. That should be where you prioritize yourself and you can plan your food choices in advance. So for the events where you're not prioritizing the event, you're going to choose to prioritize yourself. Things that we can do to help stay on track with macros is find out the menu in advance and make choices around your macros. So if they have a great steak and a baked potato on the menu, that's something really easy to choose, a protein and a carb, and you might fit a Coke or an orange juice in there and you fit that into your day. Know what a serve of protein looks like for you, what a serve of carb looks like for you. So if it's going to be potatoes or something like that, you might go, okay, so it's a palm size of potatoes and and a half glass of orange juice is about what I would have for carbs. Um, I'd have a small palm-sized piece of meat. You don't have to eat everything that's on your plate. Australia's fast-following America where we have um, this desire for everything to be massive meals where we really don't need to be eating that much. You also don't want to starve yourself through the day. So have your plan. You may want to trim back 
a little bit on a couple of your meals through the day to give you some more wig room um, for that meal in the evening. But don't ever go hungry because you turn up there in front of all this food, you're going to be hungry. So there's some tips around the events that you're choosing not to make your priority. When you talk about your events that you are going to choose as your priority, the three, the two, even the one, whatever it is, go and enjoy the food. Don't track, the, don't track for the day. Like really, Christmas Day, don't track. It doesn't have to be that obsessive that you can't go and enjoy Christmas Day. Just know that when you get there, it's not the end of food source forever. You're going to have great delicious food all the time. So have a little bit of everything. Maybe don't go back for a second and third plate, but don't deny yourself those good foods. Have some Christmas pudding. If you love Christmas pudding, have some Christmas pudding, but it doesn't need to be a ginormous serve. You know, have the turkey, have the ham. They're all great things. Prioritizing your protein on your plate as well to make sure you get enough of that. It helps fills you up. But if mac and cheese is there and you love it, don't worry about it. Just eat it and enjoy. The key is don't overindulge. It's like at Christmas time, yes, it's festive and everything, but you can still be happy and enjoy everyone's company without filling yourself to the brim where you can't move. It doesn't need to be like that. So reasonable choices around serving sizes and don't deny yourself and just don't track for the day. I do think that those weeks where you choose to make those events priorities and not track, you have to understand that your calories are possibly going to be higher that day, that week and that you may not have as much fat loss if that's what your aim is. Um, or it may be slowed. So you, you, there needs to be a level of, ex, of acceptance that if you are going to choose the odd days, that things may just be a little slower in results, but you've still been able to enjoy. And you're not behind the eight ball when you get to January, when everyone else is rolling around unable to do their pants up on January 1st going, that's it, need a New Year's resolution. You are already halfway there by have making better choices over the festive period. And it doesn't, the thing is, it doesn't actually have to be like this every every Christmas where you're choosing between the events and pairing back a little bit because, you know, you give yourself a year of doing your phases of fat loss, muscle building, healing your hormones, getting your metabolism up to speed. You honestly don't have to think about it as much. When I'm in maintenance, I really don't track that much. I, I kind of just intuitively know the things that make me feel good about how much I need to eat. I have times where I indulge, maybe overindulge, but my body is receptive and bounces back very quickly. Do I do it every day in that season? No, I'm still reasonable about it, but it really does become this lifestyle thing where you don't need to be uh, so conscious about everything that you choose because it doesn't affect your body as much. But before you get there, there does need to be some compromises because there's been 
a long time in our life that has gotten you to where you are and something needs to change. So it doesn't mean missing out. It just means having, making better, better choices. Um, and probably the last one that I would touch on would be alcohol. First one I'll say is if you are dealing with any significant metabolism downregulation or hormone issue or hormone issues, stay away from alcohol. At the end of the day, alcohol is it is a toxin to our system and it really does overburden our system. And when our metabolism is downregulated or we're having hormone issues, we don't detox as well and it's going to have a significant impact. So if you are someone that is suffering some more significant health issues, my advice is just don't drink. If you are in a better state and you want to just make some wiser choices, have a drink or two. But don't over, again, don't overindulge. Have a soda water in between each drink. Be aware that alcohol is twice the calories of protein and carbs. So that's going to have an impact as well because it's going to significantly increase your calorie intake. Then you add mixes in on top of it if you're drinking something like a scotch or a whiskey or whatever. You might with you know coke in on top, and that's going to obviously have significant calories there too. So you need to be aware around that as well. But it doesn't mean that you can't drink. It just means in this season of life, it may need to be a little more limited than overindulging. And that is about prioritizing you. I think when it comes to alcohol, uh, we're in a culture in Australia where you're not celebrating if you're not drinking. And some people do feel really uh, uncomfortable or unsure on how to handle other people's projection onto you. I've found a space in my life now where it really doesn't bother me and where people are like, oh, why don't you have a drink? It just doesn't bother me to say no anymore. But I do know that it can be really a really uncomfortable position. I just see it as a reflection on them. If they if they become quite pushy about it, it's because they want people, they don't want to look like the one that's overindulging. So they bring people into their realm. Things that you can do to help navigate is have some responses pre-made. I think a great one always was, oh, I'm the designated driver tonight. Pretty much cuts that one off pretty quick. Um, you could choose to get a wine glass and put some soda water in it and always have a glass in your hand. Generally, if you have a glass in your hand, people aren't going to say much, um, whether it's a wine glass or whether it's a short glass. Uh, and if it's like, oh, hey, what you're drinking tonight? You can say gin and tonic. How are they going to know? Are they going to they gonna sip on your drink? Just it's enough, and then just change the conversation and move away from it. Uh, there are some fantastic non-alcoholic drinks out there, particularly in the beers at the moment. I know my partner does um, drink a lot with the alcohol, alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic beers, because he's left with one kidney now. Drinking's really not an option for him now. He does a very occasionally, but not much at all. Um, 
and that's been a hard thing for him to navigate as well non-alcoholic beers so he he said they taste great I'm personally not a beer fan so I, I can't comment but he said they taste like a beer they're nice and refreshing he feels like he's joining in because he's got it Usually they are marketed to look a lot like a beer and in a stubby holder. No one really knows the difference anyway, and it avoids a lot of questions. So he feels like he's taking part about it. I think the best part out of all of it is you wake up the next day and when you actually get to the other side and you wake up the next day, you go, yeah, actually, I'm so glad I didn't do that. Because the next day is a write-off. You feel like shit if you do drink. So it's always, sometimes it's tough in the moment, but I guarantee you, you'll get to the other side. And when you're waking up fresh as a daisy and everyone's like a bit, you'll be going, yeah, I'm glad I did that. So there's a few things that you can do to help deflect those questions around our culture of drinking means celebrating and you're not celebrating if you're not drinking. Um, but definitely go with some pre-armed one-liners that you can kind of throw out and then quickly change the conversation. And it's usually the best way to go about it. So I think they would probably be my top tips around getting through the season and, you know, still enjoying Christmas Day and enjoying being with family. Um, so now I'll throw it open to anyone if they've got any questions specifically around things happening in their world. No? Faith? No. I couldn't see a I could see the other shaking their head. Did you have any questions around navigating the social season? Um, well, it's difficult. <laughs> I think I assume it's like practice yeah. as well. And like what we've talked about being kind of clear before you go there about yeah. what your goals are. Yeah. What do you what do you think is the most difficult thing? Uh the missing like for you is it the missing out? Is it the expectation of others? I think probably it's a lot to do with the missing out. Mm-hmm. And having the option there so accessible makes it difficult to um like Sometimes it's easier at home when you've like created your environment to be um, easy and not have those um, foods that are like higher fat or whatnot around as much, then it's a bit easier. Whereas when you're in a social setting or with pre-ordered meals and stuff as well. So that's probably the hardest part, but I think it is just being honest with myself rather than like, you know, my favourite thing, putting my head in the sand. <laughs> yeah. Look, I it, I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head with creating habits, especially when you're early on in your health journey, creating those habits and, and you know, really prioritising you to get there. I think it really, it really helps to draw on knowing that it doesn't have to be like this long term 
you know, it doesn't always have to be about being so selective, but there does need to be some compromises to undo the position that you're in. Um, but by the time you've given yourself, you know, like I said, you know, you, you give 12 months of lifting and just eating well and staying on plan 95% of the time and just having, I think you missed the beginning of the conversation where it was about it's a holiday, not a holiday month. Um, you know, and just understanding that you you cannot track and just choose reasonably for a day without it doing damage. I think it's when we choose, when our choices become larger serves, going back yeah, to Yeah, I think it's like the, I actually think like when you're like, you don't have to do it forever, it's probably like the choices change because you get that they become a habit. So it's not like you're not like looking for opportunities to blow out because you know how good you feel. But when you're in the early yeah. stages, and that's probably where I'm at, it's like you don't really, like you know, but you're still kind of like, hmm, but that other drive is so strong. Whereas like once you get 12 months down the track, you've really like worked that muscle um, habit to to know what your limitations are and how much you can eat until you don't feel, so you don't feel shit the next day and it doesn't impact on things. So I do, I just think it's that first like six to 12 months. It's hard, especially when you haven't really done it before, I guess, when I've never mm. really done it. I'm not really a person that limits myself in any thing. <laughs> I, I mean, then that's where I drew on the, uh, the alcohol thing. To me now, it's nothing to say no to drinking. And I'm not suggesting that everyone has to give up drinking forever either. I just, you know, alcohol is one of the things for me. I can quite easily now say no. Put a block of chocolate in front of me, maybe a different story. But um, alcohol, I actually can say no fairly easily now. And probably once or twice a year, I have a special event and I do have it. If I see the bottom of a bottle of wine, I pay for it the next day. And we're only talking like what's in a bottle of wine, four or five glasses of wine. I I pay for it the next day. And Faith, it's where you're talking about that, um, you know, you logically know you're going to feel better. Well, when you feel so good and then you feel so shit out of those actions, it only takes that once and then I go, yeah, I don't need to do that for a long time now. I just value now, I value feeling good too much. But it's taken time to get there. It's taken practice to get there and you need to give yourself time to get there. And this is where it just becomes about that discipline to stay strong. Um, Tracy, you had your hand up. Yeah, I just, um, I, I don't have a question, but I just wanted to share um, mm-hmm. my experience of coming off quite a few little episodes of having to go to various things. And um, this week I'm trying to get myself back sorted on track following a, la- a long road trip, a bit of a celebration, and then back home. Um, so one of I had a bit of a rude uh, awakening, and Lou, this will be really interesting to you. You said to me when I get back to make sure that I have my carrot salad, right? Well, I've paid attention to everything else this week except the little tiny details, and I've just like I've forgotten my 
liver tablets and I got a new bunch of liver, liver tablets delivered. I've forgotten to take them. I've forgotten my um, oysters <laughs> and I have had no carrot salad. So today I've gone, oh, my goodness. So I just got back into the whole focus of not only the macros but all of that extra stuff and, like, thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, that it's the devil that's in the, the little bit of the detail, actually. And I've been feeling really, really crap um, for the last few days, especially getting back into the gym. I've got a new program. Like, we're, we're pushing really hard again. And, oh, my gosh, like yesterday I could not move after gym. I went to bed for three hours. I laid down on the top of the bed. I slept for three hours. I never do that. And so it's it's then I realised it's actually, oh, my gosh, it's the attention to detail. So what I've done today is I decided to reverse everything that I've been doing. So I would kind of hold off um and try and get to the evening and sort of load up in the evening so I don't wake up in the night. And what I, I I don't know why I thought that I needed to do that. That was madness. So today I had, you know, breakfast. I had fats early. I had, you know, a, a heap of like 200 grams of watermelon. I just chose things. I was at the gym and I was in the car and I'm buzzing around and doing lots of stuff. And I just, you know, made sure that I ate, from the top of the day a lot better and tonight I am so stuffed full of food <laughs> it's a completely different feeling and I've had my liver tablets and I've had I, I didn't have oysters but that's tomorrow's job um yeah just all that stuff and the carrot salad is just waiting there for me for that's my dessert now for the next week <laughs> the bloody so, carrot salad I tell you what after five or six years even I and sick of the carrot salad, but it works. Not everything about it is going to be enjoyable. Most of our foods are really, really enjoyable and great and make us feel wonderful. There are some where you're going, oh, shit, do I have to do this again? But self-care isn't just about doing the things that feel good and the indulging. It's about doing the things we know we need to do. And like you're saying, the devil in the detail, Tracy, it's not, it's not sexy, but it's getting back to basics. The basics are actually really important. You can take any supplement under the sun, but if you're not doing the basics like balancing your blood sugar, which is really what Tracy's talking about today, you know, making sure from when she wakes up, she's having a great breakfast. She's eating regularly through the day. She's having, you know, good carbs and proteins through the day. So you feel good and you balance your blood sugar. You don't have those highs and lows, crashes, cravings when you do that. Um, yeah, really, really simple things and keeping those basics going. And if you keep those basics going through this season, like we listen to Tracy and what she's learned from that, and she's like, I've eaten better from the beginning of the day. Most of our social time tends to be in the evening. So you think if you've eaten well from the beginning of the day and Tracy's now, I feel stuffed. She doesn't feel like she's starving hungry. If you were to go out and have dinner like that and socialise like that, those tempting foods are less tempting to overindulge in. If it's one of your chosen events where you're not going to track for it, it assists you in not 
overindulging when you do have a small amount of that food if it's one of those events where you're saying well actually this one isn't a priority to me my health is a priority I'm going to stay in my macros it makes it easier to choose the better food rather than going off plan so yeah that's really great to hear Tracy um for a couple of you that uh don't know Tracy's been around for quite some time and she's had an amazing journey from not knowing how to track at all um, and getting into the gym. She deadlifts like a beast now. Um, She's lost 13 kilos and she knows it's a journey. It is not a 12-week program. You know, it's, it's a journey and she had a pretty rough ride in the beginning. There were a lot of, she had some significant um, deaths. I think there was three. We had some very key people in her life and she had, and a lot of them she had to travel for. So she had to navigate a lot of that. And though it wasn't perfect all the time, she was still recomping, building muscle. And now we've been able to do a fat loss phase with her. Now she understands her macros and she did awesome at that as well. And Tracy's now chosen to go back into maintenance, so it's easier to manage with a festive season. And then coming out the other side, we'll do another fat loss phase with her. Um, she's prioritising her training and everything at the moment to keep that muscle growth going. So she's had an amazing journey. Ali, I see you cropped up in there. How are you? Hey, sorry, I can unmute it. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm very, very good. Did you, you've probably, you jumped in uh, a little bit later on, but did you have any specific questions around navigating the Christmas period? Um, well, I'm not sure if you've already spoken about it, but one thing that I always tend to do is um, overindulge. <laughs> yep. Um, especially at Christmas, because that's just, I know people like to do that. And um, I always go for the the really carby, uh, like lots of potato, lots of dinner rolls. That's my um, guilty, guilty pleasures. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so are you just referring to Christmas Day or are you just talking yeah. about special events a lot? Um, mainly Christmas Day. Um, the the special events coming up, um, that's one thing I'll have to talk to you about. But um, there's quite a few, like a couple each week, leading yep. up to Christmas. Yep. Um, yes, yeah, so I guess this goes. Definitely going back and rewatching this because I like you're hitting on a couple of things that we we have. So I've spoken about choosing some key events rather than every yeah. event being a priority. I mean, you've done an amazing job. For those of you who don't know Ali, you, we've been together now five months. Yeah. Probably be about that. Ali started in a bit of a fat loss phase. She'd never been in a gym before and she's getting into the gym now and learning a lot new skills. She's early on in the piece, but she's embracing all of it. Um, and she's had a great fat loss journey as well and is now in a maintenance phase, ready to go into a bit more of a, a harder recomp phase in the new year. 
But one of the things I've loved about Ali is the way she's been able to take up the information and apply it and, you know, eating out as you've done that a few times and made better choices and, and things like that. Uh, I think also with you, you've been so adherent. I also had to say to her, you know, go out and have a meal where you don't track it. <laughs> Just don't track. Just go and enjoy a meal with your husband because, you know, yeah. five months of staying on task constantly, it's time to learn and it's time for your body to learn yeah. that you can have those odd times where you don't eat. And I think, Ali, Christmas Day is going to be the same, um, you know, just don't track for the day but have and and don't deny yourself mm. but it's that portion it's that portion control we don't need to go back for yeah. second and third plate but we don't need to say no to everything one day is not going to undo you if you don't overindulge but I think going back and listening to the things about prioritizing and choosing priority events and events yeah. that where you choose your health and goals as a priority as well yeah okay yeah. okay um Jenna was there anything that you had you need to un unmute yeah. um okay. I don't really have any questions but and I'm I've only just started I think Saturday was like my first day on the um, chronometer app so um, with recording my foods and whatnot but I find that um, I know you say don't don't record what you're doing on Christmas day if you don't want to obviously but I find that um, recording it really um, makes me feel accountable for the food foods I do choose you know what I mean like it makes you think twice about like, oh, should I really have that? Maybe extra, like Ali said, extra um, bread roll or whatever. So I, I think it sort of um, it helps me a bit. But it's only been a few days, so I don't know. Um, yeah. I, uh, I love how reflective you're being so early on already and um you know, I think there's been a perception around tracking as being a restrictive thing, but tracking is actually a really great data tool to give us a big picture. And, you know, just putting in that one bread roll, you go, wow, that's what it does to me. Um, and you know what, for you, you know, this is your, fir your first week in, but if you felt like on Christmas Day you wanted to track some of that to hold you accountable and maybe make it, think about that second serve or that second bread roll that's okay to do as well um you know it it's what fits for you but I think you know when I'm saying about not tracking on Christmas day it's about relieving some stress from people and realizing that you, you you're not going to undo all your damage if you can demonstrate some yeah you know better just reflecting on better choices and for you at this early stage of learning if those better choices come through you getting that education on your app and you're comfortable doing that you still don't need to miss out you still don't need to necessarily meet your macros on the day but using that education to what a special dinner out or a festive season and how easy it actually can blow out might be a really great educational tool for you like I said one day is not going to undo you 
but yeah, track it and see what it actually all does. Yeah. See the sneaky fats that are in there and why we get to a place of probably overindulging quite easily when we don't really realize what are in foods, but putting in that app shows you. Yeah. I find too, like what Tracy was saying about like how she's really full today. I find that with myself as well. Like even on the Saturday when I first started, I was just like, oh, I don't even feel like chocolate. I would smash a bar of chocolate easy every night, even though I was full. Even though I'd just had dinner, I'd be like, bang, I still want a chocolate. But now I, I don't know what it is. Like I just feel, I just feel really full and I don't want that extra chocolate. I don't want that chocolate at all. Um, so maybe hopefully at Christmas time, on Christmas Day, it is like that too. <laughs> I don't know. So start your day, and I mean everyone's Christmas looks looks different. So if you have a Christmas day that you're going out or you're having people over and it's going to be lunch or dinner, make sure you start your day with a really good breakfast. And if it feels like lunch is not going to be until, because I find, I don't know about you lot, but, you know, lunch just seems to be quite late in the day. If you're going out, Pack a snack, a really well-balanced snack. So we talk about making sure that there's protein, carbs, and a little bit of fat in all your snacks. Pack a snack and take it with you. Yes, you're going to be having a lot of, there's going to be a lot of food around, but if you want to help manage some of that overindulgence and you're being reflective on what you're like, and, and Ali's saying for you as, as well, you know, you're being self-reflective that it is overindulgence. Have a good breakfast, take a snack with you. So if it's getting long in the tooth before you get lunch, what that's going to do is balance your blood sugar. And that's why you're not having those cravings, Jenna, because you, you're balancing your blood sugar and you're feeding your body constantly through the day that your body still isn't trying to demand extra from you. And that actually can help you with when you see those foods that you really do love and, you know, maybe are going to blow things out, but you can go, yep, well, okay, I'll just have a small serve of it. I think I noticed that balancing the blood sugar the first day. Is that, is, is that, yep. do you, yep, yeah, right. yep, yeah, yep, yep, and I'm this shocked. is what Tracy talking about going back to the basics she was crashing in the afternoon and needed an ananap and she went for whatever reason she'd gone to loading everything up in the evening and she's like what am I doing reverse that back and gone back to what we we know and I mean Tracy's been doing this for a while the great thing with Tracy is because she's been doing it for a while now and she's learning those skills she can actually draw on that now and she understood what was going on and worked it out was like hang on I've got this wrong flip it round so this is where the coaching becomes fabulous that you you actually learn the skills to manage yourself and like faith said you know it can take 6 to 12 months but you do that time and you commit to making yourself a priority and learning this, not just be given a program and, you know, follow a program for 12 weeks, really learn it. Um, you get to walk away afterwards and know that you'll always be able to manage your health and weight in what, whatever way, shape or form that looks from fat loss, lifestyle maintenance, getting leaner, building muscle, 
all those things you get taught as you go through them and you learn to navigate them around all life circumstances. So did anyone have any other questions around the Christmas holidays and how to manage that? Oh, Tracy, yep. Have you got some um, really good groovy recipes you can share with us? (laughs) Christmas recipes. Uh, I'll see what I can drop for you. I'll be honest, like, um, for example, look, I know one of the things we say is, you know, stay away from the poofers that are inflammatory or, and, you know, seed oils, all that sort of stuff. Um, again, it's once a year. I make my mum's homemade potato salad. I hope you enjoyed this episode with me chatting with my clients and providing some of the information that I provide them within my coaching container. Unfortunately, we did have some Zoom tech issues right at the end, so it has been cut off a little abruptly, but we were winding up. So if you've enjoyed today's podcast, please feel free to leave a review below or share on social media, tagging me with at strengthtraining.nutritionist. And until next time, enjoy.